Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What's up, guys? We're here with the hosts of the We Might Be Drunk podcast, Mark and Sam, Mark Norman. Sam Morrill, thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. Thank hey, you. Good to be here on the casting couch. They're a little sticky. This is These these chairs and the grapes, I feel like you're a therapist who molests us. That's the vibe. <laughs> right. I know. I feel like a sexy astronaut in this thing. <laughs> we went right there right away. Love you guys on local news. Mm. Oh, we hate it. So we try to get as crazy as possible. Eh, COVID kind of screwed it up a little bit. I'm very happy to be here with you too. All right. Sorry, just hiding my erection. But uh, what happens is these guys they go to. You got to go do a gig in town. Yep. Right in uh, Cleveland or wherever, and then you have to go do local news that morning because you're stand-ups. They don't really ask us to do anymore, but years ago they would. It was required. So now I would kind of look forward to it honestly right, right. But back in the day when they forced you to do it you're like ugh. Oh, so you yeah. make a scene and what did you say on yours <laughs> the, the one that got me uh thrown off pittsburgh today live and and the, and the person who runs the improv saw me in la recently and said you're the reason we don't have comics on morning tv anymore hey, thank you <laughs> because that's a service i was there on like two hours sleep and you know you're in a cranky mood and they just keep asking you the same predictable questions that you've answered a million like nothing like to the point that you're like you read one line on wikipedia you had nothing interesting to ask and they they said something like uh have you always been funny um why are you so funny (laughs) why yeah like where did you get your funny from did you get it from Uh, your your parents currently i'm funny because i'm on sleeping pills and i couldn't (laughs) fall asleep so i think i'm I'm just hoping not to pull a roseanne right now you know (laughs) yeah don't do that on global news morning (laughs) (laughs) and i i just that's when i was just like yeah fuck this so i said uh no when i was young my uncle molested me and he was funny so uh i got his powers like a spider-man origin story and and there's just like an awkward silence and you hear one camera guy in the back laughing and and the woman goes okay then okay then and that's and that it weirdly sold a lot of tickets, so I'm like, you want to sell some tickets? It helps cause us because it's not our audience. No, who are, they want us to do that. Like maybe the like some morning radio rock channel. Like we'll get some of our people out, but right. that's not for us. No, no, and it's weird because they want you to be funny, and then when you are funny, they freak out. They want you to be their funny, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, but that's not my funny. I watched one of yours too. And you were being really funny, but no, and people were, yours was pretty good. Like it was like laughter, but then you'd be really funny and no one would laugh. Yeah. And then how do you, how do you, how do you work through that? You just. It's like he Power said, you, you just hate it so much that you don't care. You know, it's like being on a date with a really unattractive lady where you're like, I don't care how this goes. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, you know, and you're, you're cool. You're, you're, you're smoothest and funniest then. But when you're, when you're with a girl you're obsessed with, you, you, you choke up, you know. What's, what's an arena like? What's that like to do an arena? I don't love it. I, I don't find, I mean, it's a great experience. I'm grateful I did it, yada, yada. But it's not great for comedy because comedy should be like a conversation. You... You say line, they laugh. You say line, they laugh. It's like this back and forth kind of almost like a heartbeat thing. But with the arena, it's like you throw out a line and they go, <sighs> then you wait and you throw out another line and it, there's no connection. There's no connection. It's like f***ing a vapid model <laughs> where, right. you're like, where you're like, this is cool, but I don't deserve this. 
<laughs> and we're not connecting. And I'm just thinking how I don't deserve it. That yeah, I would like if she touches me, <laughs> I would take that still. But. Yeah, me too. I didn't mean to get rid of that as a whole. Let's right. <laughs> whole. But you're, you're doing well. They're laughing. Yeah, but it's not the same. Yeah. No. Well, you know, when Mark and I were doing that, we were opening. We were opening for someone bigger, so it was their crowd. So you Ooh. know, Mark. You know, Amy. We've both done it with who else? Is yeah, Louis. Louis. Yeah, all these people. Louis. You know. Uh, so when you're opening for those people. You're playing to a huge crowd, but it's not your crowd. And I would much rather perform in a much smaller venue for people that are there for me. I mean, that the goal is for us to be the show. Yeah. Ah, good yeah, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, but these morning shows, that's the beauty of the internet because we've both done multiple, upwards of 10 late nights, Tonight Show, Conan, Colbert, all this stuff. And I got more buzz off that Cleveland show than I did any late night I've done. Really? Well, that's, that's the only way someone watches one of those local shows. Is that if it go if you make a scene, right? yeah. like if you're just being like, yes, it is good to be in Cleveland. No one gives a shit, right? But if exactly. you say something about getting molested, people are like, wait, what the hell just happened? Yeah, yeah. I got a queef in, which I had to fight for because uh, apparently that's I on heard, the line. I saw that one. All right, you talked about queefing. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, they were like, I don't know if you could say that on 10 a.m. morning TV. But they kept it in. Yeah, they did. And somebody, some nerd, put it on YouTube, and it just, it just popped. So it, when they say like I don't know if you could say this word, we're all adults. What are we doing here? Like strange, right? you know, it, it, it's like I remember on Fallon, I I I fought to get the word cocaine on. Jeez, not that I do cocaine. I just used the I, the word cocaine was important for the bit. I had to say the word cocaine. Yeah, yeah. and they were like, "You're the first non-famous people uh, person to to get the word cocaine on." I was well, like, "Terrible to say to you." Thanks. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, the green room's full of. Coke residue from uh, Van Halen the night before, whoever the hell, and we can't say it. It's a strange business. Right. Yeah. None of it makes sense. No. Nah. And when you did, when you guys would do Colbert or, or Conan, or did you have any terrible experiences there? Did anything go wrong or was it all smooth? I've had brain farts up there, you know. I've had, uh, I had a few bombs. I've had, definitely had some flubs. You know, because right. it's a tightrope. You get five minutes, you get one shot. That's kind of the magic of it. Right. And if you flub, if you say, instead of TV, you say T TV, you're fucked. You know, and then you got to, like, get it together in the moment, in real time. It's yeah. it's a trip. What do you guys think about, because I, I guess I discovered you both over COVID. Wow. How yeah. about that? I mean, I, I, I saw you, you taped your special at the Hayworth. Right? Yeah, that's right. Which is which is a, a club right near my house. Really? Yeah, I go by there all the time. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's like a really good comic that's just fucking doing it himself at the Hayworth, which well, isn't. story behind that is I actually sold it out, which was rare for me at that at that time. <laughs> and so I said, well, we sold out two shows. Let's film, let's film this one because we're not going to get a sellout everywhere. And it's a cute so wait, little theater. You couldn't even sell out the Hayworth back then? Two years yeah, ago? Mark's being, I mean, Mark is being modest. This is, this is two two plus years ago. Right. So, uh, what is it, 300 people? Nah, less. Yeah, less. 200 a show probably? Yeah, probably two. Well, we Mark did is two. being modest right now. That's, that's untrue. Okay. That's well, fair. I mean, let him be, let him be a modest. sellout was a big deal back. Like now I feel like we sell out more regularly. Right. But back then it was like, well, we sold out and it was a, it was a little theater. That's what I mean. That's what right. kind of. It looked nice. It had a curtain and, and seats and lights and the whole yeah. thing. So uh, that's why we shot it there. And it, it went a little rocky. If you if you listen to the, the special, I'm not murdering. I watched. Yeah, I, I was going to yeah. say that. I didn't want to insult you. Really? No, no. I mean, it went well. I mean, the, we got a good special. The special itself is it's really charming because yeah. he comes out <laughs> and you're like, 
You're like, I found it to be quaint myself. Yeah. No, no, no. You're like, you're like, oh, well, what the hell is this? It's not a big, it's not a big production. And then it, he starts, and you're like, okay, okay. And the crowd is not. It takes the crowd five minutes, ten minutes. So then they're like yeah. fucking dying. Well, I would describe the theater as precious. You yes. know, it's got a, like a little hipstery. That's why. Little That's exactly cute why. Vibe. Yes, yes. And uh, my material is, it's, I open up with school shooting, then it's pedophilia, yeah. then it's fat people. So like they were, I think in LA too, they're like, whoa, what's this guy doing? Yeah. But it, it, they, they came around. Only in LA are they more offended by the school shooting than fat people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then I watched yours last night okay. at the com- uh, Comedy Cellar. Yeah, I, did, the, uh, I got it, this was at the Comedy Cellar, yeah. Yeah, great. Thank you. Unreal. There are these gangs all post pictures of really hot women, and then you show up on the date, and they just rob and beat the shit out of you. That's got to be a bummer. Because <laughs> it already sucks when it doesn't look like the picture. That's got to suck extra. You show up for your date at 2 a.m. at the bridge, and uh, <laughs> eight dudes are walking toward you, and you're like, Kathleen? What is your worst... I, I hate to ask you this, but I love these stories so much. Is what's like your worst gig or your worst time <laughs> on the road? Or was there anything horrible, horrible that happened to you or worst That's set? So many. Let me let me let me <laughs> let me go through the Rolodex here. Yeah, there are a lot. Um, uh. I mean, we've all, I've always said like if you don't break down a few times, you're not doing enough sets. You know, yeah. if you don't if you don't have a complete mental breakdown, yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. Yes, SeatGeek is an amazing company where you can get tickets to almost anything. My God, I just love SeatGeek so much. I've seen so many shows through SeatGeek. I've seen Panic at the Disco. I've seen Vampire Weekend. I've seen Tower the Creator. I've seen 21 Pilots. And no, I'm not that cool, but my kids are. I love using SeatGeek. It's an amazing app, but you can get tickets last minute. You can get great seats last minute at a great price. And if you use my code NASH right now, you get $20 off your first order. Go to the link in the description. Code NASH, $20 off your first order. It's incredible. Yeah, so thank you for SeatGeek for sponsoring this video. And our second sponsor today is Hubi. Yes, who.b, H-O-O.be. Hubi is an amazing company that's doing really cool things. Basically what Hubi does is they put all your links in one place. So for like me, I'm doing the podcast, I'm doing YouTube videos, I'm doing Nash Nation. Well, thanks to Hubi, I have my Hubi link at the top of my Instagram bio. It's right here. And everything looks so cool. Everything looks so bright. It gets people excited about what you're doing. You just look cool and people want to work with you. So it doesn't matter if you're a photographer, if you're a chef, if you're a real estate agent, you want to sign up for Hubi so you can have all your links in one place. Guys, go to the link in the description right now and check out Hubi and sign up today. Remember, that was, was you that robbed in New Orleans or something or Cleveland? Or, was I robbed? Yeah, or almost robbed. I was handcuffed in New Orleans. That's a bit. Uh, I was handcuffed in New Orleans. I wasn't robbed in Cleveland. I was rescued by a vigilante. Why are, why are all your stories from Cleveland? I have one story from Cleveland. And don't you have shit that happened in Cleveland? No, he was the, the, I got the, the morning, morning show. Oh, the morning show. Okay. Cleveland's great for me. Oh, it's good. Love Cleveland. I love Cleveland. Cleveland I, I've had, uh, Hilarities is one of my favorite clubs in the country. Great right. club. You got, what happened? I got, uh, so stupid. I basically was flirting. I was young. I was very young, a very young comic. And I was uh, flirting with a woman after the show. And she was there with a guy who wasn't, uh, he wasn't, 
dating her, but he was like with her at the show. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I think he thought he had a chance. But uh, you know, you're on stage and you're still at the venue. You got to you got to leg up. Once we leave the venue, I lose that. I think. But at the venue, you still kind of got to leg up. So I kind of I was like, I think I got a shot. We kind of ditch him. We're making out outside. I remember. Then we're at a bar. We're doing shots. We're making out. And I think and I'm like, I'm home free. We're going back to my hotel. I'm gonna I'm gonna get laid. This is great. Young yeah. comic on the road, in a in a decent hotel for once. And uh, <laughs> as I'm leaving. I remember he's just right outside. He goes, there you guys are. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) And he he wanted to fight me. What basically happened, which is true, it's in the story, this weird vigilante guy came to my aid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. The white knight. So (laughs) uh, nothing happened. But he did, I mean, the guy was like, Nuts. He was out of his, and he just texted me, the crazy guy. Uh-huh. I don't know how he had my number. <laughs> Whoa. But he got my number and he's like, we should get a, like, I saw this story. It's great. We should get a drink sometime. I'm like, you tried to fucking kill me last time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, people, fame will do that. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. someone finds out that, oh, this guy's got some fame and now we can hang out. Very little. But, uh, but he's in the story. So I think he's like, you know, look at this is this is something. Yeah, there but you this go. is I'm so fucking you know I'm about to burn another hour that I'm so desperate for material. I'm like fuck it, maybe I'll meet him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're doing another hour. Yeah. And what about you? When's your ex hour? You just did a half hour. You just Netflix. did a half hour for Netflix. Yeah. So I'm kind of back to the drawing board, but I got a good forty, thirty. Do you really 40. already? I mean, it's thirty of it's good, <laughs> fifteen is weak, but it's getting me through the road sets. So, but I'm I'm cranking it out. I'm in a good clip right now. You on the road a lot now? Every weekend. You do one club five times or something, or yeah, Thursday one show, Friday two, Saturday two. And if you sell out, you had you had another one on Sunday. I did. Um, I was in East Brunswick last oh, summer. Quit bragging for <laughs> for five five shows. I don't Stress know. How, factory. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Uh, really? That's because fun. normally, what I would do is uh, that's a decent club too. When I would yeah. do when I would do YouTube, um, I would just do one one show and that's it. And it wasn't it wasn't what you guys do. It's like, yeah, you know, there's jokes, but it's mostly stories about YouTube. They want to come and hear about what I did on YouTube, and it was great. You know, it was fun. I do a meet and greet out. You're looking at me with disdain. You're like, I can't no. be this fucking guy. <laughs> That's just his I'm eyebrows. <laughs> no, but it was great. So you go, you do one show. Like I'd go to Austin, play like, you know, 300 people, fine. And then you do the meet and greet after. I'm happy. I go to dinner. But yeah. to go and they call me, they're like, yeah, you're going to do it like a real comic, like five nights. Was it uh, a show Thursday to Friday to Saturday? Did I do Sunday? No, I didn't even have to do Sunday, and even that was just too much. I see. That's the How thing. The fuck, is like, we like you do that. It. You learn to love it. I mean, you just learn. To, you you kind of trick yourself into thinking it's like good for you. It is good for you. As if you wanna, you wanna run the jokes into the ground till you're so sick of them that you're right. like, please let me never tell this fucking joke again. So yeah, I, I don't grow as a comic in these city sets where I'm doing 15 minutes. I need an hour to fuck around because uh-huh. you get so sick of the jokes that you just start throwing new shit in and that new shit ends up being the next hour. So mm-hmm. right. you, you need, I need an hour. So reps for me as, as a comic are, are important. And what do you do all day when you're at the club? Like, let's say you're there Friday, you do your Friday night show. Now all day Saturday, what do you do? Just fucking. Well, it, it depends, but I, I'm like a. Masturbate or. I'm a ninja. Like a, I'm a, I'm a master at wasting time. I can waste a day. I can go walk around. I got podcasts. I got the internet. I can write. I can see the city. Right. I can have a couple beers. You love it. 
I love yeah. it. And then yeah. you, you get the whole day off, then you work a little at night, and I see each set, you know, you're like, all right, I got five sets, where other people see that as daunting. I see that as, all right, I got five chances to make this better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's kind of the way you got to look at it. And now you'll, you'll do an hour when you're up there. Yeah. About an hour. The trick is to get out of the hotel room so you're not jacking off all day. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the secret. Otherwise, you're like, why? <laughs> you? Dri-? I mean, you got to, like, see the city, get some, take something in. That's the other thing is, like, so many of these clubs, when you're starting out, they put you off in some hotel off some highway mm-hmm. where you can't walk to shit. Yeah. You know, if there's right. a Denny's, you're like, thank God. Yes. So you so you hit a point where you're like, all right, I'm going to book my own hotels. I'm going to stay downtown where I can, I'm a city kid. I can't drive. I don't have a license. So I, I mean, I have yeah, a- Yeah, you grew up in the city. I, I have a license, but like, I, I bullshit my way to the license. I got like a- I failed the first two and the third time I was like, please don't fail me. I'm terrible. And she laughed and she just kind of basically passed me. Uh-huh. I can't drive. Whoever that woman was should be fired. But- uh <laughs> So I, I, I'm a walker on the road. I like to, you know, yeah. I was in Toronto on Friday. I was like, that's a great city for me. I can just walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug your podcast. We mm. might be drunk. What Listen is it? How it. did it start? How, it's, that started during COVID, actually. Because yes. Mark and I were bored out of our minds. So it started on Zoom. And then... Uh, and you don't get to see your friends. Yeah. So it started as like having a cocktail with your friend. Uh-huh. It, the premise was really like the end of the night when... You're like, all right, we should get out of here. And then one of your friends goes, ah, one more drink. Yeah. So we originally called it One More Drink, uh-huh. but there was some other podcast with like five reviews called yeah. One More Drink. And we're like, fuck, I guess we can't. That's yeah. kind of a dick move. But so uh, now we call it We Might Be Drunk. Kind of a disclaimer if we ever get in trouble. We might have been drunk. Yeah, right. Exactly. So. Yeah. And we, there's a weird thing with comedy. There's like a wellness and health kind of thing going around where like a lot of guys who we started with who drank hard are sober. Yeah. And we're like the kind of the last of the Mohicans with the uh, the booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, uh, yeah, we just like booze. I and mean, that's the thing. It's like when you're young, Mark and I used to get so fucked up. I mean, there'd be like industry parties uh, and there'd be open bar. We'd be like, oh my God, we don't realize you're there to kind of meet people. Mark and I just look like free alcohol. Oh, so yeah. So Mark and I would be fucking blitz, probably burning bridges for the next 20 yes. years, not realizing it, walking up to like, like I'm the head of NBC. Are you? <laughs> yeah, you make a pass at the CEO's wife. I'm putting like turkey in my pocket. You know, we're so broke. I heard you have money now, but you still eat off everyone's plate. Is that true? Well, it's built in. The the cement is dried, you know? There was no food in my house as a kid, so I'm taking these grapes home. I'm just letting you know now. But, uh, yeah, people waste food like crazy also, so uh, I don't want to see it wasted. Yeah. You know, you ever go to a party that's a deli plate, no one's touching it? I'm like, somebody paid for this. I feel like I should should eat it. It's the right thing to do. The grapes are nice. Did, Did you go out and get these grapes? Yeah. Really? I knew you'd like grapes. Why? I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> That's a weird. You seem a, like a grape kind of guy because you seem you're like um, healthy. You see, like some people. You're Jewish, <laughs> and I'm Jewish. <laughs> I don't know. We always had grapes. Really? Yeah, that's like a sign of opulence. Ah, in my yeah. in my life, like my family, like we had money, and then we were poor, and we didn't have money, and then when you had grapes, that was like, oh shit. Greek guys. We, we have money like, again. Like the salad days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, my like mom or dad brought grapes because grapes were expensive. Really? So to me, it's a sign of... Uh, it's a nice touch. I've never done a podcast. <laughs> it, in, our, in our rider, we have like, you know, on the road, how you have like stuff in your contract that needs to be in the oh, green shit, room. What's in your rider? I love that shit. Uh, Pepto-Bismol. Okay. Uh, There's the Jewish. That's yeah. the Jew. Are well, you that's, Jewish? I wish. Okay. Mark's been appropriating <laughs> our culture for quite some time. But uh, no... Uh, 
Pepto, just like you basics. seem like you might be. I get that a lot. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go, no, go, no, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, he it's boring. Pepto is the interesting one. The rest of it, I think alcohol. I think I have like some sort of my agent put some sort of wine in there that so, I didn't even need, like a natural wine. I, I do like that natural wine because there's less of a hangover. Okay, but then uh, Pepto is the big one because that road, that road diarrhea is real, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Sometimes you got to empty that butt before the set. Yeah, it's rough. What do you guys is is New York dangerous now or because I used nah, to live here? It's great. According to the news, I mean, statistically it is. Yes, <laughs> I was on the train the other day and a guy. Uh, you ever just see a pervert? But like he gets sure. on the uh, train and he's like kind of a chubby guy and everyone thinks he's gonna whip his dick out because he takes his pants down. But then he just takes his shirt off and starts shaking his fat. <laughs> and somehow that was worse. <laughs> like we're like, oh, just just whip out your dick like yeah, a normal yeah. pervert. Don't make us <laughs> look at your rolls of fat. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember I mentioned a Colin Quinn once who's like Mr. New York and he said I was like, Is it as bad as it was back then? He goes he goes, Of course not. He goes, Now now these murders are getting reported. <laughs> you know? yeah. So uh, that's your answer on that. But it, it is it is dangerous, more dangerous than it than it was, but I don't I don't feel like unsafe. Do you ever yeah. see him doing sets, Colin Quinn? Yeah, oh, he's, he's a legend. I used to know him. He's really? one of the best yeah. ever. Love him. He's so fucking funny. He's I used to be the receptionist at SNL. Oh wow. Whoa. And then he got he got hired, you know, maybe the, I was there two years. So the second year he came in and the the funniest thing that I, I was a young kid. I was like 21 years old. And I just remember everybody would come to reception and do their bits, you know, like Tracy Morgan would come in and like try stuff. Wow. And then Will Ferrell would try. So Will Ferrell would come in character and stuff. What? And Co Colin was the funniest really? out of every single person in the cast. Like we, and the girl that worked with me, she'd be like, oh, Colin's the funniest. Like, I, out of everybody, just, like, so... People don't realize how great Colin is. Yeah. He's I so mean, like, good. I mean, people do realize it, but, like, he is one of the best ever. I mean, he really is. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Yeah. Great comedy mind, and he keeps up with comedy. He's one of the only guys who's who will never be out of touch. Is he still out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, His every new night, stuff yeah. is great. He's killer. This might be... I saw his new hour. I opened for him, I don't know, a month ago, and it was, like... I was in awe. It was one of the best things I've seen him do. I think this new hour is going to be incredible. I think he's the best at social commentary of any comedian. Right. Ooh, that's a good statement. Because he's, <laughs> you know what? Because he keeps it real. It's not like, right. he's not pandering to either side, but uh, it's so, he's so wise. He's just seen it all. Like yes. He's a dude that kind of is like truly a moderate which is kind of important for comedy right now right when everyone is so is not listening this dude's kind of like i'll shit on everybody yeah 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 mm -hmm. i love that about him i i don't like stand-up that gets too self-indulgent self-indulgent yeah. self-righteous I I, I I i try to remove myself from it until it's as funny as it can be uh-huh you know yes why putting yourself in it makes it less funny i i don't think it's that it's myself in it that makes it less funny but when you're uh well, you don't want to. You want to still be relatable. So if I go, what's the deal with fireplaces? Yeah, people go, I have a fireplace. But if I go, my fireplace, I feel like I'm losing them. Uh huh. But that's just my own insecurity. I got you. I got you. I mean, yeah. Who knows? I I just that makes sense. Yeah, I, I just think like when you're when Thank you have you. a when you have a point or something. The one man show thing, I've seen it done well, but it makes me nervous because uh -huh. it, I've also seen it done horribly. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, it's a niche thing that I. Yeah, it doesn't really interest me to be who honest. Did it well. Well, Colin is is Colin, a prime yeah. example of someone who did it really well. But I, I a lot of them, I just uh, it's a little uh, indulgent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Colin's. We should 
we should say is not always it's not about him it's about the government it's about society right there's a theme yeah so i I don't even really think of it as that one man showy but uh i think once you kind of go for too long without a laugh and you're trying to make a point it's Uh like that's not why i got into this i uh, there's something very arrogant about that to me where uh like i I don't want to get it twisted like i got into this I, i i hone my shit at at a Mexican restaurant, you know, telling Joe, like, I, who the fuck do I think I am, honestly, right. to say, say this shit on stage without making it funny. Right. Well, yeah, who is that great quote? I'm going to butcher this. Maybe you, you can give it a Goog if you got a laptop over there, give but it it's goog, some, something like comedy that tries to be important sucks, but comedy that's funny is important oh, or something good. like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I've, I've screwed it. it up, but it's something like that. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean. Um, Colin has another thing. I mean, we're talking about Colin so much here, but he really is like one of the godfathers of New York comedy. And, uh, I remember he said, you should, the cool guy, we're not the cool guy. The cool guy is, that's not comics. Nah. Comedy's not the cool guy. We're not supposed to win is what he'd always say. Right. That's not funny winning. Mm-hmm. That's, that is that generation. But now you see it guys younger than you. Very hip. Yeah. Swag. Right. But can you be hip when you're 41? I would say like a Bill Burr to me is a cool guy, but he's hip, but well, he's, I, he's cool not trying he's, to be hip. He's cool because he's Bill Burr and he's hilarious. Yeah. But he's not like a but that's the goal. life of the party. He's well, not Pete, He's not Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson is- He's is like a cool guy. A cool dude, yeah. And but, I think Pete Davidson is really funny. But is he the life of the party? I don't know if life of the party means funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, Pete is also very open about being like you know He's mentally ill and and uh, socially awkward. Yeah, right. So I don't. I think right. if anything, Pete is pretty self-deprecating. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. an everyman. So God, who made it somehow? I, right. That's why you root for him. I just yeah. I just think like yeah. There's a lot of swaggy comics out there, and and Mark and I always talk about this. But if like you spend more time on your outfit. Uh, than yeah. your jokes. I mean, look for a special. Look good. That's gonna get shared. But like, if it's every night, you're you're color coordinating, looking cool as shit. At a certain point, like Mark and I look like shit right now. <laughs> I look like I got monkeypox at Coachella. I mean, uh, I feel this so is, good when you showed up. Oh, that. really? Yeah. Okay, good. I was like, oh man, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> no. But I, I was so glad. I was nice like, oh, to good. Look this good. is gonna be super chill. It's nice to look good, but also like, no, I like that. You a lot of those this. times, you see those guys. And they put no work into their stand-up, and you're like, you're focusing on the wrong half here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. What, um, before I forget, I, I love Judd Apatow. What, what was that like when you had him on? Oh, cool. What He's a you comedy get encyclopedia. Yeah, what did you get out of that? You can just listen. He's got stories. But he, used to, <laughs> he used to be a fucking busboy at a comedy club. Yeah, you yeah. Know, when he, he really was, did uh, it. High school or whatever. Was he or was his, I think his mom was. His mom worked there. She was the hostess. Oh, wow. And he was the busboy. And, you know, he saw everybody on Long Island yeah. in the 80s. And he loves comedy. I mean, Judd has also, like, been on so many shows. Like, he yeah. learned from so many people, like Shan Lane. And right. you know, he's got this appreciation for comedy that, that Mark and I share. And He's also just a warm guy. I remember I was going to a breakup once at the cellar, and he just told me this long story. It was like an hour story about all the breakups he's had, and they were all hilarious. You know, like that's the type. That's the type of dude he is. It was like many right. years ago. He's just like a warm dude. I just think his films are like they're yeah. so well put together. And yeah. What's, your, and what's funny. your favorite? Yeah. What's that? What's your favorite? Um, uh, fucking. You know, the one with Seth Rogen and Catherine Heigl. Mm. What is Knocked it? Knocked Up. Knocked Up is my favorite. It's probably my top five. 
Yeah, that was Annie good. Hall knocked up. Goodfellas. Wow, wow. Oh. Fucking Leota, dude. I know. I met Bummer. him once. Did you? Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I was. It, I don't even. I don't like telling the story because it's embarrassing. But I, I was, was writing something, and they, we, I was trying to sell it, and they, they were like, "You've got to get Ray Liotta to play your dad." And, and and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, whatever, obviously. They're like, well, who would, who would you want? And I'm like, Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta. And, uh, and while it was like trying to be sold, I, I saw him at a party and I was with my ex-wife and um, we were at uh, the guy who owned, you know, Ralph's, the supermarket? Yeah. We were at that guy's mansion for some like Whoa. democratic fundraiser or whatever. And then I don't know what I was thinking. I would never do this now. But my ex-wife was like, go talk to him. Go talk to him, ask him. And I was like, uh, 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 uh. And I, I was broke and I was just like, this is fucking nuts or maybe this would work or whatever. And I went up and I, I talked to him and I told him about it and he was so gracious. Wow. He was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, sounds good. Sounds like a fun idea. He's like, get it to my agent. Uh -huh. and, he, and he was like, uh, you know, he's like, and then he's like, yeah. And then he was like, hang out with me, stick by me, you know, talk to me for a while like that. And we just, I just sat and talked wow. to him. I Life love, of the party. I Everybody, love that. What's that? Sorry. I, I love the idea that the super supermarket chain owner has these hip parties. Yeah. Is his name like. You don't think I don't think Sam Walton was hanging out with uh, <laughs> Paris Hilton, you know? It wasn't hip. It was just like I remember. I remember seeing a lot of porn stars at uh, Trader Joe's mansion. Right, pretty cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. You going to Gristini's thing later? <laughs> Did you like that happens. movie? What is that a big movie for you? Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh sure. I mean, yeah, I love Ray Liotta. I was Fucking a big Ray Liotta insane. fan. Uh, I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite performances was this movie called Something Wild. Where he just plays a psycho ex-boyfriend. He's hilarious. It's a great movie with Jeff Daniels and uh, Something Melanie wild. Griffith. Yeah. Jonathan Demi directed it. Mm. Leota was a great actor. I mean, he was like like Narc was a great movie. I thought oh, yeah. Narc. That was he's awesome. Jason Patrick. That. Great movie. Yes. Great movie. I forgot about what, that. What, what's another like another big Leota one? He was the mom and I mean the dad and Matilda. That's, <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. No, no. Hold on. But why didn't he work with Scorsese again? I don't know. That, uh, yeah. that I always wondered. Like, he did such a good job. There must have been a riff. Something. I don't know. Something. Scorsese would have put him, even as like a, a even in The Departed, there was 10 great Copland, parts in he that. he was great in that, that one. Copland. Ooh. Copland is great. Was he, a, uh, was he in that one? Oh, with Joe Pesci. God. De Niro, Pesci. It was super. Irishman? No, it was before that. It was super slow. A little boring. Oh, look up to Nero. Oh, uh, it it kind of went under the radar. Um, you guys both have dated comedians, right? Sure. Have you? What? Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Are you dating yeah. a comedian? Yeah, yeah. How's that? That seems to be, for me, like I would love to date it. That's probably the most important thing in a woman to me. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. I Everybody, agree. they ask me all the time, they're like, why don't you date anybody? And I'm like, I don't know. There's nobody. Are you picky? No. No, wow, so you could date any female comedian. Yeah, and I don't even care about looks that much. All right, like like I, I have. If you look at like my ex wife or my ex girlfriends and stuff, they all look different. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. Right. I don't even care about looks la at all. <laughs> if you look at my if you look at my ex wife, she's a fucking. They're all pigs. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> no, they're all pretty. Yeah, oh, I think, right. you know, so you do care in about their own looks. way. I think we all, yeah, but I'm I don't, saying like you know, I don't have a type. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> I, I think funny is important and and cool. Oh, just like aware and cool is big. It's right, not just funny, but uh, you know, yeah, but, but unfunny is tough. <laughs> Especially if you you're, you're making jokes and they're going, 
She's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean by that? You're oh, like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I remember I, I met a girl and her friend was like, oh, she doesn't get humor. And I was like, "Doesn't? Who, I've never heard someone say, I don't get humor. <laughs> that's crazy. That's the weirdest. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's terrible. That's the, also the weird one is like, people tell me I should be a comedian. You're like, get away from me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Go, run. The fact that you said that means you're not a good comedian. Run away. Who are your big actors that you love? Uh, actors? Yeah. Well, geez. A comics too. All right. Well, that's a that's a big question there. Uh, actors I like. I I used to love Paul Newman. I was a big Paul oh. Newman douche. Just because I liked the, how good he was. He's so damn handsome. And then he just quit acting to be a race car driver. Yeah. That was fun for me. And not not to mention the the Newman's own. How cool is that? Yeah, really cool what he did for the kids. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't love actors as much. I like directors more. Like who? Like Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. I like Scorsese, I like um, Bernini. Did you like Roberto. the last Quentin movie? Who? Did you like the last Quentin movie? Yeah, I did. I, I loved, loved it. it. Did you like it? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Great. Did you not? No, it was fucking great. Oh, yeah. oh, geez. I like how I like how his films they go anywhere. Yeah, you know it can be anything, and it really just goes. I had a fucking. Question that was a, there. that was a great movie. Loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's rare to see a great movie like i feel like all the movies that get nominated for oscars now like last year i'm like they're all fine but then i saw mark told me to see that movie the worst person in the world i thought that was a great Ooh, movie great movie about? i love that it's a it's a norwegian movie it's about uh, a woman who you know is going through these like chapters of her life dating but it's amazing yeah oh, really memorable and, and great very good you got to go out to the foreign stuff now because i feel like we're, we're just up our own ass with hawkeye <laughs> And Avengers and all this shit. It's like enough's enough. Yeah, once yeah. they gave one to Hawkeye, it's yeah. like, all right, guys, let's settle. It's I like would... it's like giving their documentary to like the twelfth guy on the Lakers bench. Right. You know, I'll give you Jordan. That's do we have really to do funny. one for everybody? Yeah, the it's water really funny because I watched Hawkeye with my kids. Is it good? You're definitely watching it. Like, okay, we're, we're stretched out here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Morbius. I can't get into him. Here's something I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, so this is a thought I had the other day. So, like, John Mulaney, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe, like, four years ago, my son, he's like, fucking John Mulaney, John Mulaney, he's the fucking uh, the best. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I got to watch it, I got to watch it. I watch his specials. I think he's great, whatever. Yeah. And then, then when I found out that he went to rehab, then I was, like, suddenly, like, all I could do was look at John Mulaney. Like, so for the last month or so, I just watched everything, every podcast John Mulaney's on. And I don't know what that is. Oh, I know what it is. I Tell mean, me. like, when when something bad happens to someone, we become obsessed. That's, like, the the American way, too, is, like, think well, think about how what it does to people's music when they die. Right. Tom Petty dies. You throw on Tom Petty, you know? Yeah. When someone's going through some shit, you kind of want to understand it a little more, right? Yeah. So, yeah, Mulaney's a brilliant comedian. Brilliant. And, Great uh, comic. Someone we've always, Mark and I talk about looking up to and... uh but it's true. You're right. Like Stormy, Stormy Daniels was in the news, and I watched her porn. <laughs> I'd never seen it before that. But once you see her on the news, you're like, wow, I get to see her naked getting yeah. plowed. I'm going to watch it. I tried to. It wasn't very good. You didn't? What, the porn? Yeah, it wasn't great. I thought, thought it was. Your fan? Two thumbs up. Yeah. Same, same thing. I wrote a good comment. Same thing with Chappelle, too. When he, I, I have like, you just have this love for him for what he went through with Comedy Central, and he kind of walked right, away. Right. Any story, like you guys, that's what you guys need to do, I guess, or what I need to do. Yeah, it's true. Like Mark and I walked away from Comedy Central. We didn't come close to fifty million. <laughs> no, but, uh, we did walk away. Yeah, right. They walked away from us. <laughs> I think they just melted. 
<laughs> I think it's just, uh, it's so weird. Comedy Central was like the biggest voice in comedy. And now it's like, you turn it on, you're like, oh, cool. Talladega Nights is on. <laughs> right. Again. Prime the time. <laughs> the office. The office. Yeah, or like, uh, yeah. I saw Big Bang Theory and I'm like, wow, that's really that's, that's your Hawkeye. You're stretching the thin <laughs> with the reruns. Yikes. I didn't know that. Guys, just a quick word about my new website, Nash Nation, the NashNation.com, where you can get exclusive content produced by myself and Ferris and Jess. We're working really hard over there. When you sign up for Nash Nation, you'll get the All Good Things podcast a week early. Pretty cool. You'll also get bonus episodes up there. Right now, we have five podcasts up on Nash Nation that are just uh, waiting for you guys to go watch. You'll also get two vlogs a week, early access to the next roast, which will be sometime in October. So if you want to support this podcast, and support all the things that we're doing here, go sign up for Nash Nation today. You will not regret it. It's the NashNation.com. You got something there with the uh, with the Mulaney rehab thing. Like Bill Burr, as I mentioned before, good comedian, great comedian, but he popped after that Philly rant. That's what popped him. Jim Jeffries, a guy came on stage and punched him, and then he broke. You know who that guy was? Right. Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith is everywhere. So yeah, there you, you go. Know, uh yeah, it's I like crazy. The, yeah. it's crazy. Mark is right. Like you do need as great as you are in this business, you do need like a little luck and, and yeah. sometimes I mean, but is is it luck cuz the reason Bill handled that moment True. so well is because of all the I guess the 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 situation was weirdly lucky, but Bill had the tools to to handle it. He was a sports fan. Yep. And he can just rant. And he can rant. Riff. And he hated he knew everything about Philly, what a shithole it was and Right, yeah, right. right. He had that or, locked and loaded in his back pocket. Not that it's a shithole, but <laughs> he knew all you the, could the easily. The great. The I love going to Philly. I yeah, love I've been I too. too. It's great. I mean, like some of the one of the best comedy towns for sure. Do you both like sports? I do. I'm more of a boxing MMA guy. Oh yeah, I like that stuff. Oh hell, yeah. I like the one on one. I prefer. I'd rather watch tennis than football. You ever go to the fights? I've been to a few. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. I'd rather watch it on TV because I'm I'm like looking through that cage. I can't see everything. Yeah, I want to see the uh-huh. the play by play. Who do you like? Who's your? I like all the UFC guys. I, I mean, we can go deep down in. I like Gagey and Tony Ferguson and uh, the Diaz guys are fun. Yeah, it's just fun because it's like it's such an insane event. Two guys are gonna fist fight and try to knock each other out for our. In entertainment yeah and then they get money for it it's insane the whole thing is insane and like you ever been in a fight you know how crazy it is and you know that feeling you get and then it's the last thing you want to do on the planet is get into a bar fight with this guy and they just do that yeah and that's kind of like stand-up people go the last thing i want to do is stand in front of people and try to be funny are you nuts and we do that mm-hmm. so maybe there's some kind of weird connection like the scariest thing in the world these guys are doing yeah. Most people would avoid a fight at any cost. It is These the guys are going towards it. It is the funniest when people say, like, oh, my God, that's the bravest thing, doing stand-up. And I'm like, what do you do? The, uh, Marine? I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that is right. weird. Let's keep this in perspective a little bit. We tell jokes into a mic. Like, right. nothing, ba- nothing bad really happens. If you bomb, you bomb. But It's an ego crush, but that's yeah. about it. But you, you get guys, over that. Do you guys take acting jobs? If someone came to you right now and they, like, hair I or no, sure. do you like that? Yeah. You were in Joker, right? Yeah, but as a comic, people are like, you're an actor. I'm like, as a comic, <laughs> right. I played Sam Morell in the DC universe. <laughs> like, it's not like it's not like a real stretch. Uh, I guess it wasn't technically me because the movie takes place in the 80s. But you know what I mean? It's me. Right. So you, uh, yeah, you don't. How many times you do it? How many takes? Yeah. 
15 or 20 and I did different bits each time because uh, for me it's like I didn't they were extras in the crowd I didn't want them to have to fake laugh I'm like I want real laughs right so I yeah I did the same I did a different set each time I remember one of them bombed all of them killed except one right mm. and uh, Todd Phillips is fucking cool he's a really cool guy is he and yeah he's really supportive and he likes comedy and that's he, cool yeah he's very cool one time as comics we're usually like you know, we get a light to tell us when to wrap it up. Yeah. And they would do that on Joker because they're following Joker during my scene. And then um, they're like, all right, get, like, get off. And I'm just like, all right, I'm wrapping this up. Once I'm wasting union time because I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, let me finish this uh, this fisting bit. Hold on one second. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so one time they're like, get off. I'm like, all right, sorry, I fucked up. But, uh, you know, uh, he gets it. Though. He's like a savant, that guy. I mean, he came out of the gate with three banger comedies the hangover yeah road trip was road trip yeah that was great then he had an oh, old school come on he made a cool documentary too um about fr uh, frat house in new jersey really yeah that i saw i remember my friend oh, showed it to me it. he had a partner and we knew the partner because the partner wrote jokes for norm for weekend update what and it's like a really it's it's todd phillips getting hazed for like an hour and a half what yeah and he go, he goes he's in it it's interesting. I don't know if you can get it. I wonder. I wonder if it's out. I know Ivan Reitman discovered him. Really? Yeah, Ivan uh -huh. Reitman. I don't know. He made I think some, he discovered this might that have been movie. This documentary. Just yeah, look. And he, whoa. And look he was up. like, "This kid's going to be something special," and and he's, you know. Wow. Look, look give give that a go. I think Ray Liotta's in it. <laughs> Todd Phillips hazing documentary. Oh, that's incredible! I had no idea he made that. I love anybody. I love any origin story of a of a famous person, how they made it, because it's yeah. Everybody's got to start at the bottom, and I love how everybody has a different path. I love that Kurt Cobain story is the best. Crazy. What, what is it? He was a janitor. Okay, no, he went to high school, was uh, totally trashed, and then the next year, the only job he can get is janitor at that high school. Mm. So the kids walk around, fucking make fun of him, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and then you know which made him, like, even mentally worse, you know, and more pissed off. It's a pretty good origin I story. saw the documentary on him, and they interviewed the woman he dumped for Courtney Love, I think. Yes. From his hometown, and she and they were like, how do you feel about all that? And it's like, what do you think she, how do you think she feels? <laughs> Fucking bad. Damn. Oh, he, he dumped me in Buffalo, wherever the fuck he's from. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. And was, uh... <laughs> Buffalo. I'm sorry, I don't know how I... I'm just trying to paint the sad picture here. And, uh... <laughs> That's one of the best docs. It, Montage I, it bugged, I didn't love it. Really? The the I didn't love the animation and then honestly just maybe there's just me but the uh the the footage of them being on drugs with the crying baby I'm like I can't watch this shit. Mm. It was just yeah, upsetting yeah, me yeah, too yeah. much. It's a little upsetting. I can't watch Euphoria. I yeah, I've never seen a Mark likes it. I'm, uh, it's good. I it's hear it's really a great good. show, but it's like kids fucking on drugs, right? That's what I like. I mean, that's what I jerk off to. I can't watch a show about it. <laughs> exactly. Right? We made the same. <laughs> made the same. It is weird because Euphoria is kind of like comedy where if you go, you know, you can't make racist jokes anymore. But if you make a guy in the joke racist, he can say the joke and it gets a laugh. Yeah. And then you you get a laugh. See what I'm saying? And yeah, Euphoria yeah. is like, well, we, you want to watch kids fuck, but if you make kids fuck kids, it's okay. It's like these weird avenues that you can take to not get in trouble. Yeah, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be like woke Klansmen who are like, so I was talking to this racist guy the other day. Right, right. <laughs> Boy, was he racist. <laughs> Had some good ideas too. Wasn't me though. Yeah, I love when you talk about Seinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. 
<laughs> yeah, he's great. He's fun. He's still doing it. He talk about a guy who loves comedy. Do you have you done shows with him ever? Yeah, I opened for him a few times at the Beacon. You did? Oh yeah. How was that? It was stressful. Was it? I mean, it was a dream come true, but uh, no clock. No clock. He's very meticulous. He has he has a way about him. He has a way he likes his show to go. And what does that mean? No clock. Like, you don't know when it's going to, like, usually there's a timer or someone lights you to wrap it up. He just wants you to, Mark, well, you explain it. He just wants you to know when you're done, 15 <laughs> minutes. And, of course, you, you, you don't want to go long. You don't want to go short. So you just have to, like, eyeball it. Right. And I went a little short one night just out of fear, and it fucked up the show. So not only, you know, I'm working with this hero of mine who I used to watch when I was younger and with my family and the whole thing. Yeah. And now I'm here. I made it after all these open mics, the road, all this shit. <laughs> Finally made it to the mountaintop and I fucked it up. <laughs> so it was a bummer. You guys are still. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're cool. Well, how's that fuck it up? It's just a minute or two. Well, hey, talk to him. He's, uh, he's a perfectionist. Got it. But great guy, nice guy, funny guy, still no, doing it. Not to knock, not to knock Seinfeld, but like get a, get a clock. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Why can't you get a clock? I think it's subconsciously like some kind of test, and uh -huh. I failed. Yeah. But that was the first show. That he was the filming other the show. It's called Fred House. Yeah. <laughs> the other three were great. Yeah. The only thing I can compare a test I had is when I auditioned for SNL. That felt like a weird test. And you so you did? auditioned for Lauren. Yeah. How was what? it? Horrifying. What year? Same year Fallon auditioned. Mm. So. 95? I want to say like 90. See, I worked there 95, 96. No, I worked there 94, 95, 95, 96. Probably the next year I was back to audition. Wait, you went from reception to audition? No, I left. And then I went back to audition. That's yeah. an interesting story. I think story. I, I maybe spent one or two years doing stand-up or doing characters uh -huh. around at New York, Lower East Side shit. And then, and then I got lounge and all that shit. Yeah. Luna lounge. Luna lounge. Oh, yeah. Cool. I did. Oh, Oh, so it was the same year. Cause I remember. Were you like, he's going to get it. Yeah. This guy's got, he, what about, I, I walked out and I did watched, you watch his set. No, no, no. But I saw him walk out and they were just like, they were into and it. And did he have <laughs> a vibe about him that you were like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's cute. He's likable. Oh, oh no! Actually, they didn't have. I didn't have a vibe about him because I never saw him before, and I hadn't seen him do stand up because there was no internet or anything. Mm -hmm. But you could just see he was like, he looked like a cool guy. Yeah, um, he's a cool guy. But yeah, that was nerve wracking. Did you ever audition for it? No, that's not my cup of no, jizz. I think weird. the only thing Mark and I could do on that show is Weekend Update. Yeah, that would be a dream. That's the only thing we would be able He'd to be do. surprised. That, just a sketch. They put a wig on you and you read the fucking That's cards. That's true. I've seen the show. <laughs> like, it's pretty, it's it's amazing they do it. It is, like every week. You just week. fucking go out there and you just read. Yeah, good point. There's no way to fuck it up. Like, what you do is so much harder. Remembering your jokes and your tags. Good point. I mean, yeah, but you we could, could fuck it up. We Tell could that fuck to Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could fuck up your stand-up and your, and your fine, you know? <laughs> right. That's true. You can save it. Like, I just did this panel. I just got back from London two days ago. I'm all wonky. But we did this panel show, and it was so cheesy. And the things that are funny about you, they don't let you do. Like, if a joke bombs, you want to joke about how it bombed. But they're like, don't mention it bombing. This is TV. And you're like, but that's funny. <laughs> right. And they're like, but that, we don't want that. I'm like, but it's a comedy show. And did they you just. Do it anyway? I did it anyway, and it got a laugh in the room, but I doubt they'll put it in the video or in the TV show. I love that story you tell about. Um you know, you're walking down the street and you saw a group of black guys 
and then they ended up saving you. That was in Brooklyn. That's a great fucking story. Oh, yeah, that's a, True story. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy. That's, that's Can you tell it? I asked yeah. Quinn about that because he's he's like a New York guy. He's a Brooklyn guy. Yeah. And he was like, those were those were drug dealers, and they didn't tell, want tell cops the story. to come. Okay, so did a bunch of sets in New York. It's three in the morning. I had no money, so I had to get on the train to go home. I live in Crown Heights, which is way out. And I had work at nine in the morning, whatever. But I, I was shit faced. I get out of the subway and the subway at night, it goes all over. It's like, it doesn't take the same route. It usually does. You know, it's like today we're going this way where we're going to skip that. We're going to go express. So I got out like five stops past mine and I wasn't going to transfer. I'm like, fuck it. I'll walk it. It's probably like a half hour walk, but it's better than waiting for the train. I'm shit faced. I got earbuds in. I stand out. I'm like, howdy doody out there, you know? And I, you know, I'm in this horrible neighborhood and I see five guys on the corner, like shooting dice out of a movie, you know, drinking forties, the whole thing. Yeah. And I go, I'm just going to walk cross street and just walk past them. And this older guy is coming towards me. I'm talking gray beard, older guy, probably 60 something. And he gets in front of me and this is the old iPod. And he goes, uh, give me that radio. And he's like, not letting me buy. And I was so drunk. I was like. It's not a radio. Yeah. It was, I was proud to have an MP3 player. Yeah. And he was like, give it to me. And I'm like, no, no. And he pulls the wire, like the cord, and I'm pulling it back. And then he just picks me up. It's like an ad for AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> he picks me up and he just turns me around and starts slamming me against the wall. Oh. You know that when the business closes, they put the metal gate down. Yeah. And it's just like, pow, oh, pow. Yeah. And I'm like punching him and my legs are, it's like out of a movie. <laughs> and this guy, I think he was on PCP, he was jacked up. And I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. And these guys run over, pull them off me, and just beat the shit out of them. I mean, kicking them on the face, full soccer kicks. And I'm just like, ah, thank you. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on. And I also kind of felt for the guy. And I just right. grabbed my iPod and said thanks and ran home. Damn. So, yeah, I talked to a, talked to Colin Quinn. He was like, those were drug dealers. They had to stop him because they couldn't have the cops coming, so they had to make a choice. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that so, interesting? Thank God for drugs. <laughs> That's why we shouldn't legalize drugs. Aha. Uh -huh. Good point. Dealers, a little uh, white knight action there yeah. for you. They protected yeah. this whitey. Can I pee? Sure. Can I just pee Already one more time? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Let me pee. And we'll, go pee. Yeah, I can keep rocking. I feel like uh, hard-ass dads that make uh, funny people. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, he was terrifying. Mine too. Yeah, fucking terrifying, and 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 cool, and athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my father, we're cutting in here, but my father, he was <laughs> six three. Oh, jeez, this, is, this isn't in it. What? This, Gee, this is interesting. Oh yeah, this isn't. He in won't the hear this. No, no, he can hear it. Oh okay. Oh, he knows. Uh, <laughs> he knows. No, it's cool now, but he's just like a big guy. We were saying that, like, if you have, like, a kind of a badass father or maybe, like, a masculine, hard, tough, tough father, it creates a good comedian. Hmm. Do you feel that way? N not in my case. I mean, my dad, <laughs> not that he's not, like, man, but he's not, like, a type right. of guy. He was just, he's super smart. Mine was. Yeah, my dad. too, right? Military, you know, <laughs> old school. Had He had a rough childhood, so... He would just flip. I saw him chew out waiters. I saw him chew out people at restaurants. Yeah, me too. And you're, you know, I'm not into that. I, I'm just like, ah. And I think that's why I'm so scared of confrontation now is because of that shit. It, right. like, you are kind of scared of confrontation. Terrified. Hate it. 
Yeah. And I can get through it as like a, a sane person where you're like, this is no no big deal. Relax. It'll be over soon. But it still has that immediate uh, childhood thing. Yeah. Right. And uh, man, I saw him chew out a guy at Popeye's once. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> He's like, my son is hungry. Where's my fucking food? I was like, dad, dad, it's okay. We're the, we're the only white people in there. I'm like, shut the fuck up. We look like assholes. He's in a my suit. Son, my son is hungry. He would use that all the time. My son, I'm like, I'm good. Don't worry about me. Hey, don't throw this on me. Was he poor? Were you poor? No, we were middle class, oh, yeah. but he grew up really poor. He grew up on a farm, the whole thing. It was weird, but uh, he just had a temper. And now what's weird is he's on antidepressants, and he's like a 72-year-old guy. So he's yeah. like, how are you? <laughs> Goodness. And I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? You know? <laughs> Mine too. Total 180. Mine too. So I'm still like flinching every now and then, but he's just trying to get a hug. Yeah, when I was like 21 years old, I, my car broke down in his old neighborhood in Boston, and I I. I brought the car in and the guy goes, oh, are you uh, Bob Nash's son? And I go, yeah. And they go, oh my God, your father. He's the greatest guy. So, so much fun. Whitey Bulger. The, the funniest guy, the best guy. <laughs> and I was like, my dad? <laughs> really? <laughs> not fun at all. Uh, yeah. So well, my, funny. my dad is super, he's not like that, like uh, aggressive. He's super intelligent and not like, but then my biological dad on the other side is like, who lives right by here is the opposite. Like he's that Buddhist beads now, like uh, keep out, uh, keep out bad energy that you, you expect the bead to fall off his wrist and jump out the fucking window. Right. But, uh, keep you out know. bad energy yeah. and sun. <laughs> but, uh, no, my dad is super like just well, like literally He's so well read and intelligent that he thinks that like I'm like so he'll be like read this book I'm like it's like four thousand pages dad like Jesus Christ yeah. that's how he is he's super smart who are you closer with the stepdad or the dad oh obviously my the dad who raised me he's he's te- I guess technically my stepdad but I call him dad right the the biology dad I don't even speak to anymore really yeah so but I have to I used to have to dodge him on the street but ever since COVID he doesn't go out much and I'm like Whew. oh is that Thank right well, he's old. I didn't know you were dodging on the street. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's so funny. People are like, well, who's that guy you're running from? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to see him at the rec center because I would go there to swim laps and he would go there for like PT. Yeah. So I'd be like, well, he, so I'd just be like, oh, hey. Whoa, it's so <laughs> weird know? you guys ended up in the same hood. And he knew you. He knows who you are. Yeah, I've met him a few times. I've, I've been to his apartment. I, I know him a little bit, but then my dad is such a good dad. So like, right. why would I even keep this other guy around, you know? Do so you still talk to your dad? Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're cool. I mean, he's a, not the easiest guy to chat with. Does he come see you? No. What do you mean on stage? Yeah, nah. He's seen you. He what? has, he has, but he's not like we gotta go see Mark. <laughs> but what what he'll him and my mom do, which is adorable, is anytime comedy is mentioned in a magazine, a book, whatever, a newspaper, they will circle it and send it to me. And I'm like, well, I'd rather you talk to me. But I get it. It's it's their way of showing, like, hey, we, we know you like comedy, so here's 38 magazines. My folks would do that, too. They'll be like, you have to read this. And they're like, it's about some comic I don't even like. But they're like, it's comedy, though. Right, I right. I mean, it's, it's literally like, uh, it's funny. My This is how my parents are in New York. That I remember, like, I do Conan or something. They'd be like, oh, okay. But then I remember I was mentioned once in the New York Times, and my dad was like, oh, my God, yeah, the New York right. Times. Yeah. I'm like, well, they said I was unfunny in it. They didn't say it. But he's like, I know. Oh, but it's the times, you know? <laughs> so it's like, that's that's how they're a real New York, like, classic. I mean, that's, Manhattan is, like, all about the times, and then, you know. Sure. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was, to them, super impressive. I get the I get the books or the articles. Yep, yep. You have to watch this documentary. It's like, I'm comedied out. I don't want to watch any, I, it's hard for me to watch specials. 
Like it's yeah. very hard for me because I, first off, I don't want to hear a bit that I could maybe have gone a different way with and then feel like I shouldn't because I, so you it kind of closes off premises for you. It also, uh, I just am sick them. of it. I'm just sick of it, kind of. Like, I, I love it, and I don't want it to feel like homework. And sometimes, like, you know, you've reached the point where, you know, you've paid your dues, and you go do your set, and you work on your jokes, and that's all you have to but do. But if I'm following someone, like, I'm following Shang Wang the other night, a hilarious comic from L.A., and I was like, I'll watch Shang. I haven't seen him in so long. And I enjoy that. I enjoy it if I'm there, but, like, sitting down and watching a special is hard for me. I want something, nothing. People will be like, watch this comedy. I want drama or tragedy if i'm watching at home or sports that's like what right. i'll watch but yeah you know. yeah how about this one from the parents uh two days ago my dad goes did you hear about chris rock and will smith i'm like <laughs> jesus christ you think i didn't hear about that like how it. out to lunch uh, do you think i am here dad but he just heard about it so he's he thinks in it two weeks happened. he's like harvey weinstein right. do you know who that is <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Did you hear about Freddie Prinze? <laughs> he shot himself. Like, yeah, Dad, that's crazy. That was 1979. Yeah, it's, uh, but you know, they're taking an interest, and I appreciate yes. that. It's, it's very cool that they do that. My, and my, how, how, how bad do you want to sit down and talk to your mom about comedy anyway? You know? Right. My mom is very cool with, like, movies. She'll have, like, great takes. Like, she's very uh, thoughtful with, with any type, any, like, movie or anything like oh, that. Yeah, like or what? Book. No, she'll just have like an it. She'll be like, what do you think this meant? She'll just say things in a way that I'm yeah. like, I like I like people like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. All right. I like my mom. That was a weird. Yeah, I like. I, <laughs> like, I like my mom. She's cool. I don't know. I like his mom that too. That was a weird. Good mom. I got a good mom too. We got. Good to have a good mom. The comedian pattern is distant father, a doting mother. That's me. There well, you my, go. My yeah. dad, who raised but... me, is was a workaholic, and he's still working. Oh, yeah? He's, like, getting older, and he basically was pushed into retirement and started his own company. Like, he's a machine. He doesn't stop. Really? Whereas, you know, my, yeah, my mom was very protective. I'm her only biological son, so she was very, it's like worries to the point of insanity like guess what mom if i don't floss tonight it's gonna be okay <laughs> right. like if that's the only th like if you only knew what was really going on you know what i mean you're worried about flossing right we're right. gonna make it right exactly you know? would you do a curb Hell of yeah. course that would yeah. be cool that's uh, that's more what i would want to do is yeah well that's like our wheelhouse that's just riffing that's right like, right not riffing improvising i guess but like that's that's super fun that type of show yeah. mm -hmm. we love larry david oh yeah me too He's a, he's Ever a, see him in person? He did. I fucking missed Amy Schumer's wedding because I was filming a dumb show I couldn't get out of, and I, I regret it to this day. Larry David was at Amy Schumer's wedding. Yeah. yeah. No shit. That's cool. I got to see him in line waiting to get in because you had to wait to like get your car valeted or whatever. Yeah. And he was fighting. I was behind him in my car, and I was, he watched him fight with the valet guy. And I was like, all I could hear was ba ba da. I could just see a silhouette of him, like, what the hell, you know, doing this shit. And I was Jeff, like, ah. Jeff runs over. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and Susie comes in. You fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I have a similar story. I saw oh, him. Yeah? I saw him. Um, my ex-wife used to take me to the Emmys and, uh, and we went one year and I went as her date and I saw him come out of the bathroom and he ran, ran into Ted Danson. Ted Danson stuck his hand out and he went to shake his hand and Larry goes, can't shake your hand. Can't shake your hand. And he, and he goes, why, why not Larry? Why can't you shake my hand? And he goes, not dry yet. Not dry yet. <laughs> doing a new thing. Letting them, let it, let it, let it dry in. And he's like, oh, come on, Larry. That's crazy. It was, and it was Ted Danson who's in the show. Oh, that's amazing. Like, 
It's wow. the show. You're watching a live believe version. It. Like, I was like, dude, that's a scene. That's amazing. Yeah, Seinfeld said that he's the only guy he's never seen success change. Everybody changes a little, uh, but he's like, Larry, there's zero change. He's uh, the exact same guy he was in 1978. All right. Guys, go check out their podcast. Uh, we might be drunk. Go check them out. Go see them live. Yes. They are fucking hilarious. These are real comedians. We're hitting your city. We're, we're, we're oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. We're, if you have a city, we will be there at some point. Go to your, like, samworld.com. Is that where you yeah. see it? Samworld.com slash shows. Yeah. I'm cutting you off. Go. Oh, it's just my name.com slash shows. MarkNowingComedy.com. Great. Go, go see them live. Support live comedy. And we'll see you next time. Comedy. Comedy.